Good afternoon, evening, and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour one of the broadcast here on this Monday, the 15th of January, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And we'll see uh, who all else uh, joins me uh, tonight. It seems like we may have had a bit of a a miscommunication or or issue, but... uh, Later in the show, I know we'll have uh, some interesting discussion uh, from at least some. And I, well, I don't know. I was looking at a lot of info about Chabad again, you know. Can't help with this, uh, well, (laughs) kind of comic like story, you know, I mean, it's not really something you could even make up, uh, <laughs> very likely, of, uh, you know, these tunnels, small tunnels at that, all up out in what multiple, we're hearing like four neighboring buildings uh, connected to this center. You know, I mean, this is like Chabad Lubavitch uh, headquarters for this, uh, what, Manhattan, Brooklyn, uh, greater Manhattan area. And, I mean, yeah, it, it is creepy as far as the small soiled mattress, the, what, a uh, high chair uh, that's there and just the timing of all of this, you know, the factions trying to hide it, but in general, just looking into these people again, I mean, I I remember how, well, when we were going up to Trump's election, there was a lot of coverage of Chabad and and after, and uh, a lot of the radio circles I was with were rather skeptical of Trump and even pointing out some of his connections. Actually, a few, a, few, uh, a couple at least radio outlets I was with uh, stressing Chabad uh, connections with Trump for that matter. And, well, of course, you know, there's a lot of question of how many different factions of Jews Putin is affiliated that's a whole separate topic. So, I mean, these people, Habad Lubavitch, this group, you know, sect, whatever you want to call it, I mean, they get together with huge photo ops every year. I was noticing, I was just doing searches regarding their members and that sort of thing. And, yeah, it's just, you know, tons and tons of uh, 
endless search results of you know just huge group photos of these people. They certainly aren't camera shy, to say the least. And well, looking at of course Trump's interactions with him from the past, Putin's interactions with the bad, and uh, well, looking at this very revered figure uh, now deceased this most recent Rebbe as they call these spiritual leaders <laughs> to uh, well to be generous in the description it's this Rebbe uh, Menachem Mendel Schneerson and this guy is quite a piece of work but, you know, I mean, he's very uh, extreme, you know, in the, in the whole um, supremacy ideology of these people. That's putting it lightly. I mean, I, I came across one quote of his. And let's see, he says, a non-Jewish soul comes from three satanic spheres. While... The Jewish soul stems from holiness. Well, of course, the Jewish stems from holiness. I didn't need to know that, Rabbi. So, okay. <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you really feel, you know, is, is, is my first thought there. And this guy, let's see, his lifespan was 1902 to 1994. This with such a, uh, a love for the Goyim, right? So this is these are the sort of role models uh, these sort of Jewish sects actually have. And, I mean, going quite a ways back, I came across some Biden photos when he was still vice president. Uh, at the uh, Chabad well, some of the Habada representatives, and that was the one where he, uh, the meeting where Biden said, and of course he was vice president at the time, he said, Jewish heritage is American heritage. Oh, yeah, thanks, Joe. I, I see we have my uh, co-host uh, connected, Mr. Paul Edward Stevenson. Hey, Paul. Hey, uh, glad to have you back from your time abroad, and uh, Happy New Year, uh, for that matter, and, and glad to have you here tonight. Hi, Richard, and it's great to be with you. I had a little bit of a nap earlier, and uh, my nap, uh, when I, I had a dream, and I thought I completely missed the show. <laughs> well... Uh, fortunately, uh, yeah, that was only a dream, and uh, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess reality can be better than dreams, and so yeah, you do you get to have the uh, the great pleasure of of doing uh, this RBN broadcast tonight, sir. And how, so I don't know uh, what's been on your mind so far. Um, you know, with the new year, a lot of people can be very reflective. You know, and. Um, well, uh, I don't know. What's been on your mind? Well, 
I, I'm very glad, if you can put it that way, uh, considering the suffering that's involved, I'm glad to see uh, the wheels come off the Zionist uh, wagon. Uh, and their hubris uh, been exposed and their hubris been their undoing. Uh, you're talking about a genocidal uh, rogue state, which which I don't know how much you know about Christian theology, but I resent the name of that 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 that, that state being called Israel. Um, they've got no connection. I I, I believe, you know to to even like uh, in a blood way to ancient Israel. There is no covenant uh, with that state with God, which was always the case, and uh, these people are out of control. And um, yeah, you know, so with their hubris because of their support, uh, because of their blind support by the United States and a bunch of dumb Christians, um, they have been able to do what they want and um, have committed a genocide, which the South Africans have rightly brought against them, and they have they have convicted themselves because of their hubris. These people are so uh, they feel so above the law. And they feel, you know, such impunity that they're able to talk about what they're going to do to the uh, the Palestinians and the South Africans have brought videos against them and everything else about them talking about Amalek. And uh, so now, now they're uh, squirming. And I'm enjoying watching these scumbags squirm because that's what they are. And the irony of these people calling the Palestinians subhuman you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's we know that's kind of how they feel about all non-Jews, uh, for that matter. But, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous how much we've heard everyday Israelis, citizens, you know, I mean, like young teenage boys and girls and that, you know, on board, totally um, – seeing them that way you know basically that there's no good palestinian they need to anyone who's inhabiting gaza needs to be done away with because we can't have the risk and it's just uh the people are uh what like po- have poisonous minds you know these are the kind of i'm i'm paraphrasing embellishing but it's more or less what the young are indoctrinated with there you know it's amazing how many of them actually seem conditioned toward that from some of the sound bites i heard yeah and then you've got um People like Julia Hartley Brewer over here on talk radio talking about, uh, in all seriousness, with a straight face because they, they can't climb down, you know, from their position, their, their, their Zionist uh, support of Israel, all this nonsense that, um, oh, you know, uh, well, you know, there's been uh, lots of, uh, you know, ethnic. This is, in all seriousness, this is a talk radio show host over here saying that, well, you know, there's been lots of ethnic cleansing in the past. Um, lots of, uh, including Jews, of course. The Jews are always victims, of course, uh, who have been ethnic cleansed and have to move to other areas. And they're, she's seriously talking about this as a good idea, that, that, that the, um, the Palestinians, it's a good solution, that they should go to uh, maybe Congo. It's a humane solution. I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute here. This is not a rule of thumb here. This is not, when we talk about past genocides, we talk about them in a, in a, in a negative way. 
Now you're talking about them as it's like a kind of a good thing. Like it's a kind of a, an acceptable thing. So that's how, that's how these people switch. That's how they, they operate. All of a sudden, even genocide and ethnic cleansing, they bring up past examples. In this case, this woman, shame on her, disgusting. They talk about it as, well, you know, we've had ethnic cleansing in the past. The Palestinians can go somewhere else. Not even trying to hide it, trying to justify it. That, that's what happens. These people, you know, 2,000, 4,000, 6,000, 8,000, 10,000, 20,000. No, climb down. Shut your mouth. Climb down off your position. That's a rogue state. It's a genocidal state. You know, reshape your worldview. These people are not victims. They are a genocidal extermination uh, rogue state like, uh, uh, what's his name? told us about 50 years ago, uh, Eustace Mullins. Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know uh, how far this will go. Um, I recently heard from the IDF chief, uh, quote, that it'll go all through the year, you know, that'll last through 2024, uh, these operations in Gaza. I don't think. I don't think so. These people think mm-hmm. they're. No, no, I don't think so. It's mm-hmm. not going to last that long. No, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll see. But uh, certainly, uh, world opinion is is turning against them. I mean, yeah, sure, we have South Africa in particular, and that. I don't know. It, it is fascinating that to me because, I mean, we have this starkly anti-white government in power now in South Africa. You know, I mean, I had a a radio host who was on my platform while living there for a while. I mean, he and others have confirmed just how much Jewish power is alive and well in this new black-controlled South African government. And so, you know, I mean, they're whispering in the ears of these people all along. I mean, grooming them to this genocidal state toward white people there. You know, uh, the, the, the Boers and, and whomever else, I don't know, technically, I guess they're not all Boers. Uh, but so it's, uh, I mean, so yeah. I don't know, it's just curious, you know, because I mean, well, you do have some Jewish groups pushing back. But I mean, basically, it's it's uh, Jewish control, uh, South Af- anti-white South African leaders who are uh, speaking out against, you know, the treatment of, well, other Brown people, at the very least, you know, Palestinians in the way they see it. And uh, but so I don't know, you know, it's just all very convoluted in a, in a sense. But I mean, you know, they have no problem with genocide to whites. I mean, the people leadership in South Africa, the sort of public statements that they have even in recent times been uh, guilty of, you know, it's um, it's okaying, even encouraging a, a genocidal attitudes toward the white population there. And so, you know, are we supposed to, you know, see South Africa as this beacon of humanity uh, and all this? I mean, it's just convenient. I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it seems like Jews have to play both sides, and the Jews that are against the actions in Israel, they pick South Africa to do this to help with their optics. That's the way yeah. I see it, Paul. Yeah, you've got this uh, conflation, and you've got it over here. Majorly, you've got this conflation of white interests uh, 
with Jewish interest. So, you know, maybe it's backfiring uh, because the Jews, uh, as you see with the universities in America, have spent a lot of money lobbying the universities uh, against the uh, woke ideology. But really, it's a smokescreen for uh, Jewish interests, Zionist interests. So if the African, if the South Africans are so stupid that they they see the Israelis as white, well, it's backfired because now they they brought a case against them and the case is very strong. So listen, you know, South Africa. I'll be honest with you, I you know I know some people from South Africa. White people should not be in South Africa. <laughs> they they shouldn't be there. In the same way as we shouldn't have uh, Muslims and Indians flooding our country, uh, white people have no business being in South Africa, in my opinion. I've met a lot of these people, and and they were and they, actually they remind me of uh, Israelis, quite frankly. I met them uh, like twenty years ago, and I thought these people are like off their face, like with racism. So they shouldn't be there, um, in my opinion. It's like. Africa's for black people, Europe's for white people. Yeah, no, they do have a racially aware uh, sort of a nature. And in some way, as you seem to indicate it could even come up to some in a negative way, the optics, the racial component. And so, yeah, I mean, I do, it's just because they've been there for so long. I mean, in this day and age, I don't know. I mean, but... Perhaps they feel they've been there long enough where they have a right to it. Like, why should an entire continent, you know, be all for black people? You know, is maybe their attitude. And so, you know, if you take, if you take that logic, how, how many how many decades or years do the Muslims and the Indians need to be in Europe before they say, "Oh, well, this is our country." This right, our- right, right. I mean, I mean, well, of course, we we don't want people doing that in in Europe. But Europe's much smaller. I mean, Africa, even as continents go, it's pretty huge. I mean, Asia is pretty is pretty much it's broken up among multiple races. It's so big. Uh, it's, I mean, some of these continents are, you know what I mean? I mean, here, North America, I mean, we have, what, Mexico, and then we have, you know, the United States, which I would say is a white country. And, uh, well, yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I don't know. So, and people like, people like, try to like say, oh, you know, I've heard people using this comparison. I see your point. I hear the music, but no, well, here. We'll pick this back up. Be right back, folks. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the Ease-Off installs fast, the effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. You live in the world, walk goes on. folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey with my monday co-host paul edward stevenson and well i guess the more i think about it paul i'm just saying i guess regarding the boers being uh they're feeling like they have claim to it at this point i could see in theory i guess i could see both sides to the to the argument so you make good points as well and you were going to add something else on that Oh, I can't remember, Richard, but... Um, oh, no worries, no worries. And by yeah. the way, Happy New Year to you, of course, and um, I hope you had a nice Christmas, and... Uh, I did. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I hope hope you did as well, and uh, enjoyed time with your, your friends and family. And, uh, well, I did get something from Stephen Douglas Whitener uh, just, just uh, well, after we went on here. Really, uh, just a few minutes ago. Breaking news, he's saying, uh, well, this post on Twitter. uh, Clashes between Israel and Egypt, uh, breaking development. Palestinian Palestinian media cites heavy clashes at Gaza Strip's Egyptian border. Israeli channel 
reports Egyptian army soldiers crossing Israeli border, opening fire on border guards. Well, if it's Israeli a news channel, I have to take it with a grain of salt right off the bat. It's my first thought, Paul, but um, yeah, I don't know. If, uh, if if you guys heard anything over there, uh, I don't know. It's, it's well, it's after hours, of course, in, in your neck of the woods. Yeah, I, mean, I, have, I haven't heard anything about Egypt, uh, but you know, it's like you know they're 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 attempting to fight Hezbollah, and you got the Houthis who are like you know, attacking these ships. And now now you've got the UK, the UK, along with the United States, attacking the Houthis. And I can tell you, this has not gone down well. In addition to the 2.6, uh, well, yeah, I think 2.6 billion that the Indian foreigner prime minister, Rishi Sunak, has pledged to that crook, uh, Zelensky. No one in this country, even like, people you'd expect. I've looked at it through the right-wing media. I've looked at it through the left-wing media. Everyone's saying the same thing. Uh, why don't we secure our borders? Uh, if you're if you're a lefty, you're like, uh, why don't you uh, put more money into the NHS? Why don't you give more money to pensioners? This is not going down well. You've got Schultz in Germany, that little weasel who's over there. I saw him a couple of months ago standing by Israel after October 7th with a little Jewish cap on his head. I mean, this guy is the most unpopular, you know, ruler, and that's a good word, in in, in Germany. No one wants that guy in power. The, 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 the German uh, farmers are up in arms. I did a story a couple of weeks ago with Patrick uh, Slattery uh, that you have the economic advisor to the government, typical Jewish position, uh, not even in the government, but shaping uh, German policy, uh, they're giving $8.6 billion to Ukraine next year, this year, 2024, and they're, they're suggesting, in all seriousness, they're suggesting an extra tax to pay for the, uh, the war in Ukraine. I mean, <laughs> I mean honestly, they, they, these people are out of control. So you've got the, um, the AFD in, in Germany, are surging. This little Jewish shill, Schultz, completely bought and paid for, an absolute embarrassment to the great nation of Germany, is uh, residing over this Jewish operation with his uh, Monica uh, uh, Schnitzer. I did some uh, research on her. Schnitzer is an Ashkenazi Jewish name if you needed any more information. She is the chief of German Council of Economic Experts. Now, there's, there's a Jewish title, if, if ever there was one. A chief of German Council of Economic Experts. And this is called the Ukrainian Solidarity Surcharge. And it's a surcharge which is basically on top of the normal in- income tax, which would help, quote, cover Kiev's financial needs. This is Germany. They're like taxing their own people for, quote, to cover Kiev's financial needs. A little Jewish crook in uh, Kiev. This guy, no one knows where the weapons go. No one knows where the money goes. It's a complete kleptocracy. It's just like, 
corruption is just like normal there. You know, men, women, old people, young people, it's part of their culture. Just corruption. Where do you think this money's going? I mean, this guy Zelensky's desperate to keep the uh, war going so he can keep building his empire. I don't know if he's a billionaire yet, but he's probably hell-bent on being a millionaire or a billionaire while he snor uh, snorts cocaine at every death that occurs in in Ukraine. And the Ukrainians are so stupid, they support this shit, you know? Ooh, trying to, uh, to watch the... Uh you know, the, the the language there, you know, we definitely try to keep this uh, family friendly with the leech, at least with language, if not topics. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how much there'll be an escalation in the greater Middle East region as much as a lot of the Warhawks would love for it, if for nothing else, to make they and their uh, military-industrial complex stocks soar, uh, you know, their pocketbooks get uh, fatter, that is. But, I don't know, I mean, especially with Iran, you know, having such, um, well, a friendly, welcoming uh, success now with BRICS and just, you know, like all these nations uh, ready to uh, do friendly uh, trade in currencies, leaving the dollar um, monopoly in the dust. But, I mean, yeah, we had, what, the Houthi militants attacking, as you say, a U.S. Uh, container ship. And uh, this was just days after uh, the Biden attack on Yemen. I mean, you know, plans for Yemen's been going back since the Obama administration. I remember when Obama was talking about Yemen uh, initially, you know, to prep us for for that incursion. Yeah, and they're terrified. Uh, the Yemenis are terrified, of course, of the United States. I mean, I mean, you know, we are looking now at, at like, you know, battle-hardened enemies of the West in Russia, who now have a massive military and you know it's like okay I hear the arguments from people who say oh the Russians don't want to fight okay maybe they don't who who actually does want to fight a war in this day and age but the Russians don't even have to fight that much they've got so much intelligence reconnaissance and surveillance that they have this like kind of they always know where their enemy are and they just, like, have a complete and utter, you know, huge advantage when it comes to, uh, you know, weapons, missiles, uh, whatever it is. And they just obliterate the, the enemy. And it's the same, you know, the, the, these uh, Houthis, they, they've been fighting the uh, Saudi Arabians for the last 10 years. They're not scared of anything. They've adapted to it all. And that's why the Houthis have been so bold. And the Americans and the UK, what have we got? The UK is a tiny little army. It's a pathetic little country. It's oh, not. Oh, oh, but they're trying to do more saber rattling. I, I just tonight came across uh, uh, this announcement. That, you know, well, these, these drills, you know, these NATO... Um, what uh, 
what do they call them, exercises, you know, just to try to seem tough. The UK uh, is to deploy 20,000 troops, and what they're saying is the largest land forces deployment to NATO, signaling an end to post-Cold War peace dividend. So the Defense Secretary is set to pledge to send 20,000 British military personnel to a major NATO exercise in Eastern Europe as he warns the post-Cold War peace dividend is at an end. Grant Shapes, Shaps will warn that battle lines are being redrawn as he announces the deployment of Army, Navy, and RAF members to the drill on Russia's borders in a speech in London. And then it says it will be the largest deployment in Brit- of British land forces to NATO since the height of the Cold War in 1984. Since 1984, a year before Mikhail Gorbachev became Soviet leader. This comes after Rishi Sunak announced that Britain's military funding for Ukraine would be increased to 2.5 billion pounds in the coming year. And the foreign secretary warned of the growing threat from Iran. Ooh, war drums. Which is funding terrorists such as Hamas and the Houthis who have been attacking ships in the Red Sea. Well, look, I mean, okay, this news story is just trying to, okay, via Yahoo News, so go figure, okay, take that line with a grain of salt, obviously, the the Iran uh, bashing there. The peace dividend refers to the period after the collapse of the Soviet Union when Western countries were able to reduce spending on defense. Uh, Your thoughts, Paul? Yeah, I'm sure they're all terrified, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, so, no. you know, they're, they're trying to look tough, you know, I mean, and then but we've had but I mean, they, you know, they want to make Iran sound so aggressive. Russia sounds so aggressive. China sounds so aggressive, too, with the whole Taiwanese thing. And I don't know. I mean, but I mean, we are hearing claims that Taiwanese do not want reunification. It's really not our business, though. You know, it, we benefit from Taiwan in its current state. It, let's be fair. And so our not we, but our government, you know, our, our corrupt government. And uh, to think that they don't, uh, I mean, I don't think, I don't know what would, what would have been all along if we had, it's not been intervention from our nations all along over there um, for places like Hong Kong or Taiwan to have these special status. Iran, though, we're told, launches ballistic missiles against foreign espionage centers in Iraq's uh, air bill, air bill. Erbil. I'm not pronouncing that very well, am I? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, multiple large explosions have been reported overnight uh, near the U.S. consulate in Erbil, Iraq, in what appears to be a major escalation from Iran. Well, why are we in Iraq with a base? Okay, again, another example on the other side of the world. Uh, the Islamic. The Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps has already taken responsibility for the attack against what is. A statement dubbed foreign espionage centers and, quote, anti-Iranian terrorist gatherings in parts of the region, unquote, with ballistic missiles. So, and then we hear from ABC News, so take it with a grain of salt. Four people were killed in the the fresh missile attack. (laughs) Fresh. However, no Americans have been hurt. U.S. officials have told regional media that no American facilities were impacted by the missile strikes in Arabil, even though many initial reports said it took place near the vicinity of the U.S. consulate. But the more times you say Arabil, it just starts flowing, Paul. Yeah. Well, 
Well, you know, listen. The thing is, if they want to bring it on, let them bring it on. But the West doesn't, apart from the fact they've given like so many weapons to uh, Ukraine, you know, which is a bottomless pit of corruption. The reality is, the West doesn't have the might that it that it once that it once had. It, it, if they start a war with like any big players, including Iran. They're going to be exhausted. Israel, by the way, in the meantime, is a complete liability. It's a complete embarrassment, even for those who are on, the, you know, on the take from the lobby, the APAC. So you're seeing like this hubris from the West, and it's going to backfire because they, they can't back it up. They, they simply cannot back it up. Russia is is the most powerful military in the world right now. Um. And that's just the way it is. Uh, you know, you can argue all day about how the Russians don't want to fight. I hear these arguments all the time. But does anybody really want to fight? It, it doesn't really matter. You know, the Russians are battle-hardened. Uh, the Houthis are battle-hardened. And Iran is not the same Iran of 30 years ago. So these these clowns are acting as if it's 1991 when they had, like, uh, hegemony. Uh, including militarily, and they don't have it anymore. So let them fight. Let them fight, uh, and we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to work out so well. And Israel has been uh, acquiring our technology and selling it across the world, <laughs> for that matter, uh, make, Yeah, making that more so uh, the case, as you yeah. point out, 30 years makes a big difference. And there, I see we have a caller uh, who jumped on early in this first hour. Let's go to him in a moment. But there's one more thing, uh, another alleged terror attack in Israel. So the timing of this, of course, what, to draw sympathy, to show, oh, look, see, everyone hates Jews now. Oh, oy vey. A terror attack in Ra'anana, Israel. Uh, one dead, 19 injured, a terrorist from Chevron, so what, at the gas station? <laughs> Stabbed a woman, stole her car, and proceeded to ram into numerous individuals on three separate streets. This horrific incident included many children and teenagers who were heading home uh, from, okay, got to jump on Twitter to see more, uh, headed home from school. In total, one woman passed away, 19 injured, three s- severe one critical and nine others in moderate condition. It is truly heartbreaking that 20 more Jewish families now have to endure the pain and suffering caused by these senseless acts of terrorism. The possibility of ever achieving peace with individuals who perpetrate these horrific acts now appears as a distant and an unattainable dream. May God grant the victims a swift and complete recovery. And then some uh, gibberish and, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, they're, uh, Native tongue. So, yeah, only one passed away, a bunch allegedly injured. That sounds something that's pretty easy to uh, to fake and engineer. I bet anything that's what it is, that this is just trying to get sympathy, especially when you have posts like this that I just read, Paul. Yeah, of course. So, you know, what have we had as a defense? Oh, anti-Semitism. Um, we've had... Uh, Oh, October 7th, when when you dig down into that, it's like, 
you know, the Jews killed more of their own people uh, than Hamas did. Uh, mendacity, audacity, um, just complete, uh, you know, victimhood status uh, on steroids, uh, hyperbole. I heard someone in the comments said, you know, the Israelis are offended by everything and, um, what do say, they're offended by everything and shamed by nothing. That, that kind of sums up that state. It's a rogue state. It, 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 in my opinion, it shouldn't exist, you know. And people say, oh, Israel has a right to defend itself. Uh, no, it doesn't under inter- international law because it's an occupying force. And uh, I will lose zero sleep if that state ceases to exist, you know. Maybe they can go to the Congo. Send the Israelis to the Congo or wherever in Africa. Yeah, and, and I know this uh, further, well, I guess it, this, this, this Iraqi uh, uh, incident, I mean, this could be engineered very likely is, I'd say, uh, I mean, did Iran even really do that? Uh, this uh, ballistic missile attack, if it's a U.S. consulate, I, I, I'm suspicious they wouldn't do it. Why would they do it? And who, who, who benefits? You know, I, I'd say that they didn't do it. This was engineered. Now they're saying New Jersey National Guard is going to get deployed. Okay, uh, they're going to deploy what fifteen hundred troops to Iraq and Syria uh, because right. of this happening. And then you got these. And then you got these weirdos. Uh, for all the uh, you know Judaism comes out and says, "Oh, we're not Zionists. Uh, we don't support us." Hey, well, okay. Well, you were a problem long before there was any Zionists. And then they're like. You got these like tunnels uh, built uh, under some synagogue in uh, New York, and it's like, what the hell's going on there, you weirdos? This is the type of stuff that got them in trouble historically, and they deny blood libel. And blood libel is a fact. What they did is a fact. These little creepy weirdo Jews. That's what they did. They 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 sacrificed to Satan Christian blood, and they said. Oh, this is a conspiracy theory. It's like in the same way that they say today that Jews run the media, Hollywood, and the banking system is a conspiracy theory. It neither saying in the Middle Ages blood libel was a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. That's what they did. They're disgusting human beings, if you can even call them that. Let's go to Charlie in Florida. Charlie, welcome to the show, sir. What's on your mind? Oh, hey, how you doing? Listen, I wanted to jump in here because you guys were talking earlier about the uh, the Zionists and why people, uh, Christians, want to support these people. And I was commented to someone else that, you know, earlier that it, it, a lot of people misinterpret the Bible, okay? And if you'll bear with me for a second, I'd like to explain this. A lot of people believe that because the Bible says, he who blesses Abram, you know, will be blessed. It's true, and he who curses Abram will be cursed. This is true. It does say that, but it's more deep than that. What happened was Abram, if you bless the seed of Abram, okay, you're blessing Abram, who changed his name to Abraham. Now bear with me. Who's, I believe his son was Isaac, and then the, the blessing went from Isaac to Jacob, and Jacob changed his name to Israel. Okay, but the blessing doesn't 
go to Israel, the nation. It goes to Israel, his son, or his Abraham's grandson, or whatever he was, who was the vine, or the true vine, that gave rise to Jesus Christ. And the Bible even tells us that Jesus says in John, he says, I am the true vine. No one comes to the Father other than through me. So what the Bible is saying is the seed of Abraham that we're supposed to be blessing is Jesus Christ. Those who accept him will be blessed, and those who reject him will be cursed. Now, we know who, what country has the name Israel who rejects Jesus Christ, right? Now, I'm not trying to turn this into a religious thing. I just think it's people to make this very clear, because there's a lot of these people that are Christians that actually believe this nonsense, that if you, if you bless the country of Israel, it's not saying that at all. It's saying that he who blesses Jesus Christ will be blessed, and he who curses Jesus Christ will be cursed. That's what it's saying. And it's you can prove that in a lot of ways, uh, where even even calls... He calls God's people out of it. Uh, uh, he says, I'll, "From Egypt, I will call my son." Which the return, uh, who uh, his son? It's in Hosea, I believe. Matthew quotes it and says Hosea is referring to the nation of Israel in Hosea. But when Matthew said, "From," he's referring. He says that that the true Son of God named Israel is not earned Jesus Christ. Is what it's pointing to. So when you're blessing Israel, you're blessing Jesus. People got to get this one right because we're getting ready to fight a major war, and and we got people like this guy Mike Johnson who I just was talking about, who who buys into this Zionist nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Israel blessing the country of Israel over there. So I, I kind of wanted to kind of make a point there because you guys were talking about that earlier. I think it's important to people. To just work it out and understand, go back and really read what it says. Uh, you know, I've got another comment I'd like to say, too. They recently hit an oil uh, well outside of, over there, and outside of uh, the borders on Israel, outside Gaza there, uh, pretty badly. I don't know if you've heard about that. Hello? I, I don't know if I heard much about it, uh, Paul. No, I haven't heard it, but you're exactly right about your uh, Christian theology. Um, it, 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 it is a blessing and a curse for those who reject Christ. Yeah, that's the way I t- my take on it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's pretty much the way every Christian took it for about 2,000 years, up until the last 100 years when you had Jews flooding our, our nation. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's really kind of all I wanted to comment on because I had mentioned this earlier to a guy that was on uh, on the radio, and he said he was sorry to hear that I didn't that I didn't believe that Israel should be blessed. I don't think he understands it, and so I kind of wanted to explain it so people do understand it. You know? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, I would hope people at RBN uh, find one way or another if they're Christian to not fall into the uh, Christian Zionist mindset, but for people out there, friends, family, or, you know, yeah, just, just if they're 
try to spread information, possibly affect Christian Zionists. It, that helps, I think. Thank you. I appreciate it, Charlie. Yeah, you're welcome. That's really all I want to say, except for we're getting ready to have, I think we're getting ready to, they're really trying to, to do everything they can to ramp this up to some kind of world war. Not that, you know, over there. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to get it. But, yeah, they're trying, and, and they at least need it to seem like we're on the brink of world war, especially if the economy really loses the wheels, like, uh, uh, you know, if maybe well, more obvious. I mean, you know, they, they may hide it as much as possible until after the election. That's the biggest uh, assessment I have on the economy. But uh, I see a couple other callers. Po- no, thank Or postpone the election, right, because of a major war. Maybe. Anyway, I'll let you guys go. Appreciate it. Thanks for the yeah. call. I appreciate the call. Chance in West Virginia. Chance, uh, welcome. What's on your mind? Yes, hello, guys. Your last caller was right. You know, it's uh, it's the Christian Zionists who really creep me out nowadays. <laughs> uh, getting back to the tunnel, you know, if we don't bring uh, uh, these sick criminal perverts to justice soon, we'll all be building our own tunnels just to escape them. I mean... Uh, I hope they don't sweep this under the rug, too. You think they will? Uh, memory hole. You know, people have the memory of a goldfish on average these days. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know like what people will remember six months well, from now. I got one more comment. Can I hold on? Please do, Chance. We'll be right back. Oh, okay. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. John, I'm the founder of Black Out Coffee, and I started uh, Black Out because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey with paul edward stevenson and chance in west virginia chance go ahead with the other points you wanted to make in ireland paul sorry i'm sorry chance what was that you live in england or in ireland uh, he, he's he, he's he's outside uh, originally from Northern Ireland. Paul is, but he's okay. uh, you know he's uh, he's 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 currently like in uh, in England. Yeah. All right. Well, the reason I ask is because I hear I heard the biggest dumbass statement I ever heard in my life. I, I think it was an Irish politician who said it. Uh, said that there are, are too many whites in Ireland. Have you heard that? Oh, you're talking about Leo Baraka of the um, Republic of Ireland uh, himself is half Indian. What and a jackass complete... comment. You know, I don't hear anybody saying there's too many blacks in the Congo, you know? I mean, what kind of jackass statement is that? I mean, well, really? The things that come out of these people's mouths, man, you got to wonder if, if they're mentally stable or, or what. Well, they're very audacious um, because they are bought and paid for by Jewish interests. They hate white people. Yeah, well, you know what? Americans uh, better wake up and get their head out of their asses because if they don't, they better grab their own shovel and build their own tunnels soon because it's getting really out of hand looking at Israel, what's happening, what they're doing to the Palestinians. I got a feeling America will be Gaza 2.0 if Americans don't wake the hell up. Well, guys, God bless you. Thank you for taking my call now. Yeah, always appreciate your calls. Thank you, Chance. It makes me think of that Asian woman mayor from, was it Boston, arranging the Christmas party uh, for for people of color only. You know, I mean, these people see 
uh, how you need to virtue signal to get a little pat on the head from the establishment, and they just play the role like clockwork, Paul. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to stick. I mean, if you look at the state of Israel, it's like um, it's against the actual order of things. You know, they try and manufacture everything Jews do is against the natural order of things, whether it's, you know, questioning gender or whatever else. It's always against the natural order of things. Now, whether you're a Christian or whether you're a pagan, there's certain kind of rules that a man is a man, a woman is a woman, uh, certain lands are, you know, nations are organically formed. But Israel is like a, a man-made lake, you know. It's like a it's like a false uh, creation, and it won't last. And yeah. well, Chance, if you're still with us, I don't know if you want to stick around. If you had anything more to add in the start of the second hour, but you're welcome if you wish. All right, Paul. Well, we'll be right back. Okay, we left. Well, we have another caller in the queue, actually. So stick around for hour two, folks. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.